Welcome to the Bevy Podcast. My name is Hyde Howard, your host. Here on the Bevy, we have fun, thoughtful conversations with friends. Pull a seat up to the table. Come chill with us. Today's episode is our Field of Dreams episode. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Bevy Podcast. What's up, Bevy family? This is your host, Hyatt Howard. I'm so glad to be with you here today. Thank you so much for checking out the pod as we start up on our second season. And look, I've been so excited, humbled to hear about all the different reactions that we've been getting, all the buzz that we've been getting on our first episode of this season, Return of the Mac. So if you haven't listened to that, please pause go back and listen to it. I will be here. I promise I'm not going anywhere, but this is the Field of Dreams episode and I'm so excited to get into it today with you. So here's what we have on deck for today. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I've been dreaming about. You're going to hear a little bit from our listeners. Yes, you. We have some of our listeners who've called in to tell us what they've been dreaming about, particularly when those dreams have come true. And guess what? I have a special guest for you. But first, heat waves. Oh my gosh, it has been so hot here in New York City. And I know across other parts of the country too, it has been blazing. And as you may know, one way to get away from that heat is the AC, that good old air conditioner. So we've had those going, you know, not in a wasteful way. We're in a two-bedroom apartment here in New York City. I've been using our money saver unit, but It has saved me $0. I repeat, $0. When I got the bill from the energy company, I was like, oh, this must be some mistake. They must have done something wrong. (laughs) Like I saw the bill. I was like, how many zeros are after that? It was outrageous. And so now we've been experimenting a little bit with this big old box fan that we have from college, but just not doing the same, same work. I would love to hear how you've been staying cool (laughs) and particularly if you've been able to stay cool without like totally bankrupting any college fund or maybe even savings (laughs) that you have because the way this is going right now, it ain't looking good. Not good at all. But (laughs) moving on. (laughs) So earlier this week, one of my friends had tickets to the Yankees game and I hadn't been to a baseball game in a little bit. He had won them at work. And asked me if I was up for a Yankees game. And I was like, cool, yeah, I'm, I'm down. So we get to the game, really great seats. We're on the third baseline, you know, kind of in like a midsection area. And as we're walking in, I see that our row's entirely clear. Oh, I can't tell you how excited I get when I get to a venue, public venue, and kind of on either side of you, got some room to stretch out a little bit, stretch those elbows. Because, you know, there's not that much space (laughs) for you to do that otherwise. So I'm like, cool, we got these seats. And so as I go to sit down in my seat, I realize something. I realize that there was a very, very young child sitting behind me. And because I'm the type of conscientious, thoughtful person, I turn back and I ask this young, young guy, he couldn't have been more kid, child, like maybe more than five years old. And I said, Hey, can you see over me? I, I don't want you not to miss, miss this game because it's one of those moments, one of those moments in life where he might be developing his lifelong passion. And I didn't want to block the view. <laughs> I didn't want to block the view. I didn't want to be that guy. You know, the parents pay all this money for the tickets. And then somebody comes up and they sit in front of you and the child sees nothing. So I asked him this and he says, 
no worries. My eyes are peeled on right field at Aaron Judge, the Yankees right fielder. I was like, okay, cool. And he could see fine, didn't obstruct his view. But I was thinking about what this kid said to me. And he's really the inspiration for this episode because he was so wrapped. His attention was so wrapped on this one player, Aaron Judge. And look, I've been kind of outside of the baseball thing for the last few years. So I'd heard of Aaron Judge. But when this guy came up to bat and his first at bat that I saw, was a home run right down center field. I was like, oh man, this dude is, man, this dude is bad. Dude is bad. And I it was underscored by the fact that his walk-up song was this pop smoke song called Hello. And a lyric in the song is I'm the king of New York. I'm like, yeah, bruh. Yep. Yep. That's you. That's you. And so I completely understood why <laughs> that this child was fanboying over Aaron Judge. And it kind of got me thinking about, you know, we're being at the baseball game, Field of Dreams. I was like, oh, Gabe, like, what what am I dreaming about today? And honestly, it's just more sleep, more sleep. My daughter, (laughs) she she has been for the last four or five weeks waking up quite early. And then when I say early, it's before dawn early, before that sun, that yellow star orb, it's up in the air. Yeah, yeah. She's she's been up and it's not like she's up and she's kind of sleepy. She's up and she's ready for the day. Her curiosity train, it's ready to go. She's pulling out books. She's got coloring books. She's got her scooter going. And yep, we've we've been going. So (laughs) we've been waking up so early that, you know, my wife and I, we've had a anniversary coming up and we caught ourselves trying to have a night out. And my daughter reminded me that, yeah, you can have that night out, but I'm still going to wake up at the same time. So (laughs) that was a night I had very little sleep. So I want to hear from some of y'all about some of your dreams. Some of those moments, man, maybe when you had a a fanboy or fangirl moment. And so we have some listeners call in. So we're going to take a listen to that right now and I'll be back. So what's up? This is the Bevy call in and we have our first caller, Antonio Ingram from D.C. Antonio, you might remember, was one of our first guests here on the Bevy podcast. So we're happy to have him calling into the show today. This Field of Dreams episode where we're talking about our fangirl and fanboy moments. Antonio, what's up? How's it going, Hyatt? Oh, good, man. Here. (laughs) Yeah, I think the, the fanboy moment for me is like kind of hard. Because I remember asking someone, a mentor of mine asking me at like a law firm dinner a few years ago, who was my role model, who was like my hero. And I feel like, you know, in our current culture, people are so nuanced. And when you look at figures and personalities, like a a contextualized way, it's almost hard to have like an idol of sorts. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone from MLK to Abraham Lincoln to Obama, all had their flaws. Woo! Call them out. <laughs> Try to call them out. Put them on blast. <laughs> For Obama, let me be clear. His flaws that he smokes out. He smokes cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only human, they're saying. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think in terms of, like, fanboy moments, I don't know if I have what I can, like, pinpoint. I will say it has been cool in the past to, like, 
meet either politicians or judges who I believe like are helping make our country a better place. Mm-hmm. But even then, I feel like I sort of extricate their personalities from their actions. And mm-hmm. so, so far, I'm a, a fanboy. It's of their activities, not necessarily their personhoods. And look, um, at he's got levels to this question, folks. I mean, he really, we were like, call in, tell us a moment. He's like, I'll give you a theory. <laughs> My fanboy. Gosh, that's what you get going to these people got Yale and Berkeley, all this stuff. <laughs> so I can tell you, like, I think it was when we were on campus still, Justice Sotomayor came to visit and we got to hear her speak. And I was like, ooh, I'm like a fanboy. But again, it's about her jurisprudence, not necessarily her like carceral past, but her current jurisprudence that I was a fanboy of. So that would be my answer. Oh, Justice Sotomayor. Amazing. I mean, she's from the Bronx, right? Am I am I right? She's from the Bronx. What's there not to like? First Latina justice on the court. We love it here for the Bevy podcast. And thank you so much, Antonio, for calling in, man. Bless up. And we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Have a good rest of your day. So up next, we have Tim Hughes from North Carolina, who's calling in on our Field of Dreams weekend, telling us about a fanboy moment. Tim, as you, some of you may know, is my law school roommate. I love this guy. He's got a ton of respect for him. He's doing some things. Just had a big transition, actually. So I won't spoil the news, but Tim, please you know, fill us in on what this fanboy moment is. I'm excited. Yeah. So for me, it was in the summer of 2007. I was a freshman in college at UNC Chapel Hill. And I was always a big fan of Kanye West and Rihanna and different, you know, other artists. I was really into music, but particularly Kanye West. Rocking the building. um, (laughs) (laughs) I remember I was trying to go get tickets to this Kanye West glow in the dark tour because Kanye was singing and then Rihanna was performing before. And so I was trying to get my good friend to go with me who I've known like since elementary school uh, and he kept stalling on the tickets, stalling. And so I was like, we got to get the tickets. We got to get the tickets because I wanted to right. get decent seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I couldn't get a response from him. So, yeah, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to call my brother, see if he wants to go. It's in Charlotte. It'll just be a quick trip. So I call my brother and he was down. So I go online and I buy the tickets and like yep. we're all excited to go and everything's well. Um, and during that time, I remember I was looking for uh, for internships. I'd been applying to jobs and different things for the summer. And so I was waiting to get callbacks from those jobs. So I was in Asheville, my hometown, and driving. And I got a call from this number whose area code I didn't know. I wasn't familiar with the number. Yeah. So I thought it was an internship. That was the first thing that came to my mind. So I'm like, I pick up like Timothy Hughes trying to be professional. And it's like this radio station that says that, you know, congratulations. When you bought your tickets, you entered into a lottery to meet Rihanna. And I just want to let you know, you've met, you're going to get me to meet Rihanna backstage before the Kanye West Glow in the Dark tour. And so I'm a huge, I mean, I'm a huge Rihanna fan for multiple reasons, her music, you know, where she's from, et cetera. I mean, who doesn't like Rihanna? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, And so I remember stopping my car and getting out and just calling my brother and like, you will not believe this. Like we're, and it was a couple of days before the concert. So I was like, in a couple of days, we're going to meet Rihanna. So Whoa. I remember we picked out our outfits and everything. And came like, in there clean. Yeah, we, we came in clean. And so before <laughs> I went, I called my friend who said like, you know, was stalling on the tickets. I was like, yo, we about to meet Rihanna. And I'll just put like, he was very sad. Oh yeah. 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 You <laughs> missed the boat on that one. You missed the boat on that <laughs> yeah. one. So Could have been, should have been. And, and, yeah, so we get there and we finally get to go backstage. And I remember when she came out um, and she's like, hey, it's great to meet you. What's your name? And I told her my name and she gave me a hug. And I just Whoa. remember like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm hugging Rihanna. 
And it was funny because she was just like, ah, oh, you're so cute, blah, blah, blah. You know, for a freshman in college, I'm like, Rihanna's saying that, like, oh, you know, you come back oh, a big middle. Oh, man. You're... Wait, can you repeat yeah. that again? She said what? She said what? Yeah, but yeah. So she said really kind words and we talked for a bit and just had really, it was quick. It's funny thing, it was only like two minutes, but it felt like it was forever. And oh I just God. remember hugging her and talking to her. <laughs> and we went to take a picture and she didn't realize that my brother was on the other side of her. So I was like, oh, it's not just me. Like my brother's on the other Dang. side. <laughs> but it was definitely like my moment. It was my 15 minutes or 15 seconds, two minutes of fame. And like, it was just so great when you like, it's so surreal to meet someone that you've always wanted to meet. And you're like, oh my God, like this person's like, I'm touching this person and interacting with this person and engaging. So that was my, definitely my moment of fame. Oh my gosh. Not only that, man, she gave you a hug and said you were cute, man. Surprised <laughs> you just slipped those, those digits in there. I probably would have never nah, met you. Nah, nah, you know, I had a, had a girlfriend at the time, you know, committed man. So <laughs> man, Tim, yo, thank you so much for calling in. It's great. The bevy loves you, man. We appreciate you. And we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you. So up next on our call-in for today, we have Mr. Franklin L. Rush, also my grandfather, calling in from Garner, North Carolina. He's going to share a, a fanboy moment with us. So granddad, can you please share a story with us? I had an experience, a very unique experience. My daughter, who lives in Georgia, invited me to her home and gave me a ticket to see Kobe Bryant in person. Woo, the Black Mamba. <laughs> After navigating through the traffic, going to the stadium and parking our car, going to the stadium, finding our seats, found out that we were with celebrities ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so you got those really nice seats, right? <laughs> very, very nice seats. Before we sat down, of course, we went by this box Seats, got box seats and had food. My, oh, my gosh. All kinds of food and all sorts of beverages. I got a little dab of this and all the food. And <laughs> finished eating, so full of everything and so excited. We went to our seats. I had one of the seats on the front row. That almost touched Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I've always longed to see the day when I could see him. I watched him frequently on television and followed his stories because I love him so much. I idolized that guy. Oh, man. Oh, and man. When he started playing. Now, first of all, he didn't look quite as tall as he really was, you know, <laughs> in person. But when I saw him actually playing, I got so excited. The people who invited me so they start watching me rather than watching the game <laughs> <laughs> you were you were that entertaining everyone around was just looking at you like who is that they just must love this guy so much <laughs> that's awesome that is they recognized me of course because monica had worked with some of those people they knew her and invited me but i entertained them but in the meantime i saw him and I was yelling every time he made a shot. It was so exciting. Can you remember when you had your first Christmas, how you were excited by toys and stuff you received from Santa Claus? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. My heart I, beating. 
heart beating. I'm jumping and sweating and having such a wonderful time. And when someone fouled him, I said, don't hit him. (laughs) (laughs) Did you almost run out to the court, the the security guards? Because you were in Atlanta. They had to stop you from getting out on the court. They had to restrain a pastor. So you know it. You know it must have been serious. <laughs> you know, that is such a wonderful memory. I thank you so much for calling in, Granddad. You know, I love you. <laughs> thank you for sharing it with us. And, you know, we love you here so much on the Bevy Podcast, one of our biggest fans. <laughs> so, All right. I'll keep watching you, okay? Yeah, keep checking us out. <laughs> okay. So up next, we have a very special guest hailing from New York City, none other than Michelle Howard, also my wife. What's going on? You're calling in today for our fan girl moments. What's up? So this was soon after Hamilton had come out on Broadway, and I am a huge Hamilton fan. Right, right. And at the time, I had a long commute to work, and I would take a train and then have to walk a block to get to another train that I would take, and I was usually like really out of it. But that morning, gotcha. <laughs> that morning it was on Har- in Harlem on 125th Street. I see running towards me David Diggs. Whoa. <laughs> oh my goodness. So he played Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, in original cast of Hamilton. Absolutely amazing. Just running towards you. Just open yeah. arms. <laughs> like he's going for a run and was heading towards me. <laughs> and- normally I'm like too scared to talk to celebrities if I see them, but I don't know if it was the exhaustion or what, but I saw him running towards me and without even thinking, just shouted out David Diggs. I love you. Oh, wow. Wow. Nice. I, (laughs) I'm glad you overcame that hurdle. I will not tell your husband at all. (laughs) You were shouting out. Because I think I think you may be married, but shouting out to other men that you love them on the streets of Harlem. That is awesome. Michelle, we appreciate you calling in today. And of course, we love the work that you do. Michelle is a part of our Bevy production team. Here, so thank you for calling in today. So I mentioned that special guest. It's actually a caller from earlier in today's episode. So without further ado, I'm happy to introduce you to Michelle Howard. Once again, who's going to fill us in on this Zoom gaffe from last week's episode? (laughs) What's going on, Michelle? Thanks for having me on the bevy. Okay, so in addition to being my amazing, supportive wife, Michelle plays many, many roles here at the Bevy Podcast. She's a part of our amazing production team. So shout out to you for, for that, Michelle. And Michelle, as you know, we received a legion of questions about the Zoom gaffe. I mean, our account was packed. My phone line was buzzing up about this Zoom gaffe. And in particular, most people wanted to know what you saw when this went down. And so, Michelle, without further ado, please tell us what the people are just burning to know. Well, I definitely saw you barrel rolling or belly rolling I <laughs> called it exactly right, right. it is the um, belly roll now. behind my desk <laughs> yes there was there were many snack trips that involved just a lot of commotion behind me as you were trying to stay off camera 
I did not actually see you pop up with the meerkat pose, though, although I do know exactly when it happened because there, I heard a lot of laughter from you and just like general commotion as you were trying to get back down in front of the camera frame. So, so let, so let me just clear this up see it. for the record. You one put me on blast for going to snack, take snack breaks all the time. <laughs> but I think I confessed last week. I actually do have kind of a little bit of a snackaholism issue, but it's a way to get up, get my reps in, make sure I'm standing. My Apple watch is super happy, but <laughs> setting that aside, <laughs> you only remember me laughing from the episode. So you didn't see me just like to moan in the, your zoom window at all you didn't see that at all i did not i was focused oh. on the meeting <laughs> wow and no I'm one so on your, missed it though on your team was like who is that guy no no one commented but i do have to say that we've had lots of crazy things happen on our video calls at work so this really wasn't ridiculously shocking so. Oh, I, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you now, I'm not sure the fact that your husband appeared on a Zoom call and he was just that forgettable <laughs> that he didn't even <laughs> register in the top Zoom moments. That's that's it. You heard it here, folks. That is Michelle's take. Thanks again for joining us for the pod today. As always, the highest compliment that you can give us is to share the pod with a friend. Also, a huge shout out to all of our listeners who called in. Talk to you guys soon. Peace.